Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Coaching Call Podcast with Amy Griffith. I am your host, Amy Griffith. And today we have an extraordinary episode coming for you guys. I actually have my first ever guest speaker on the show, and this is going to be really major and really exciting. And I have a little bit of a backstory for you guys with this speaker as well. And I'm going to get her to introduce herself in just a second. Those of you who know, you probably already know her, Kelly GT. Say hello to everyone. Hey everyone, it's KGT here. What up? I'm so excited to do this call and I love it. We're currently sitting on the living room floor in our cozies next to the tree and the fire holiday season. Merry Christmas, everybody. And I had a spontaneous trip to Calgary because I needed to come get my US visa and a whole bunch of things popped up. Won't get into all the details, but I needed to get to Calgary. And I texted Kelly and I was like, hi, I have a big ask. (laughs) And she's like, what do you want? No, she's like, yes, what? And I was like, can I stay with you for a bit? I won't have a return ticket. I need to do this, this, this. And she said, stay as long as you want. And I was like, deal. So she's taken me into her house with her family. And it has honestly been the craziest weekend for whatever reason, everything's popping up. And I was like... Hey, we need to do a podcast episode because what a treat, like so random that we're here and getting to do this. So I asked you guys to send in some questions for Kelly and you guys sent a bunch and you're just going to get so much tremendous value from this episode. Anyone who is an entrepreneur and just wants to level up their life in all different aspects, relationship, health and wellness, income, business, vision, family life, everything this is the person that you're going to want to learn from. She has 18 years of experience within our profession of network marketing. And yeah, you guys are just in for a treat. So listen up, tap in, get your little notebooks out, all the things. And we are going to get into our episode today with Kelly. So let's do this. First and foremost, because I don't have your bio or anything, I'll just get you to start off with telling the people who may not know you yet or have met you yet a little bit about yourself. Awesome. Okay. Uh, First of all, I'm really excited to be here. And when Amy asked me, I was like, yes, let's do this. This is fun. I love sharing. So a little bit about me is, um, well, uh, fun fact, I just turned 50 in August. So that's kind of cool. And I think with that comes a tremendous amount of time to reflect. So I'm excited to share some of that wisdom with you guys. I, um, I'm a mom, so I ha- we have two sons. My husband and I actually, Graham, we've been married on March 20th, coming up here 25 years. Together in August will be 30 years. And together we have two adult sons. They are 20 and 22 years old. And as Amy said, I am in the um, profession of uh, network marketing and have been May. I'm coming up on 18 years. So I've been building a business while building a family and raising um, two small boys from four and six years old to adults. And to be quite honest, um, living that true life by design and, you know, navigating all the things that life come at, comes at you while, you know, growing your family. So that's kind of what I've been up to. Amazing. So good. So can you tell us a little bit about what you did before becoming an entrepreneur? For sure. So for um, many years, I worked in newspaper advertising. And so I worked in um, 
newspapers that covered the Northwest Territories. I also worked for the Calgary Sun because I live here in YYC. Um, so I worked, um, yeah, for 12 years in marketing and advertising for newspapers. And then when I became a mom, I actually worked through both pregnancies at the newspaper full-time corporate job with a husband away. My husband's a pilot, so he was away at the time at least half the month. And I live on the opposite side of the country as my family. Um, so I did that and then I actually quit my job and I started driving a school bus. And I did that for an entire year and actually... When I was introduced I to about that. network yeah. marketing, that's what I actually was doing. It yeah. was May of 2006 when I was introduced to this world of network marketing. And, you know, I was just looking for a way to make a little bit of like walk around money basically while I was staying home with my boys. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what I did. I totally forgot that part. I right. remember hearing your story a few times in the school bus stories yeah. are so good. It's weird because I'm not that great of a driver, but whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's like, that. Can't believe they let you <laughs> drive a school bus. Wait, how long were you doing that for? So the entire year. Yeah. Um, so basically from September of 2005 to um, basically a year. I finished out the year in 2006. Mm -hmm. And I had started my um, business in May of 2006. So basically okay. for a year and during that year was when I was introduced to this business model. Yeah. What a lifestyle change. Yeah. Big shifts. Like so crazy. Okay. So next question for you. 18 years of sustainable success. And I know you have promoted to the top 1% within our company within a very shorter period of time. And have been the top 1% for 16 years, correct? For you, what's something that you believe has been a constant in your day-to-day -day habits, routines, whatever, that has allowed you to have such sustainable and thriving success? Okay, well, I would say um, one of the things that is, you know, takes a while for us women to understand that this is really quite important is if you set yourself up to take care of the things that you want to do in your day, like in terms of taking care of yourself, whether that is like your commitment to your health routine, you know, what you're eating, taking care of yourself, then you feel more excited about doing the other things uh, in terms of business activities and consistency. When you don't take care of yourself, your your physical needs, your your own, you know, mental well-being and, and those sorts of things, I feel like sometimes we do those other things for our business, but we a little bit might resent mm -hmm. that we didn't do the thing for ourselves. So mm -hmm. when I started really taking care of myself as a woman consistently, first part of my day, whether that meant I had to get up early before my kids, however I'm needed to make that work, I found that I became more excited about the work part when I felt like I was paying myself first in terms of my own body and mental and physical health. Yeah, that's so important. And I totally agree. I'm like a different person if I'm pushing off my wellness and my health. I'm just like, ooh, like not feeling yeah. fully connected. And then when that's just a part of my day, a little or a lot, whatever, I feel better. Even just putting myself together, like... All of it. All of that. Yeah. Right? And, okay, amazing. So the health and wellness aspect of it, I'm sure you, you know, have done the hard work as well in terms of, like, being in the trenches, doing the do. Absolutely. Of, of what, like, the work, like, what was the work level like for you, I guess, for starting and sustaining that? Well, 
you know, keeping in mind that I had a, I had a four and five year old and a husband that was away and no family in the same city. And this is also a new city to me. We moved here two days after we got married. So we, um, you know, it was a lot of new fresh things. I didn't have lifelong friends around, but once it was introduced to me and I saw the simplicity behind it Mm -hmm. and I understood that the reality is in this type of business model, um, success is there for anyone mm-hmm. if you're willing to do the work. If you're willing to put the work in, mm-hmm. it, it you don't, you know, people often think that, oh, if you have, if you know more people or if you're this, you're that. The reality is if you're willing to do the work consistently mm-hmm. is the key mm-hmm. um, and you have big vision goals for yourself and you're not, um, you know, lying to yourself about the exchanges that need to happen in terms of investment of time, mm-hmm. um, then yeah, like there's no way, you know, I always say the people at the top of the mountain didn't fall there. Mm-hmm. There's no way to get to the top of anything, mm-hmm. any company, any, you know, whatever, without putting in the little hustle and grind. And that has to be consistently for a period of time. That's not going to happen if you're doing it one day and you're not doing it the next. Just before we got on this call, I was listening to the book on audio of The Slight Edge. And yeah. it really is the consistently doing the work. And the cool thing about this business model is when you commit to that and you do the work in the quiet of the day when no one's looking, mm-hmm. you will end up getting that you know, public recognition and the recognition in terms of success because the business model is set up for you to win if you're willing to do the work and make those exchanges. Mm-hmm. Facts. So yeah, it's not all sunshine, rainbows, lollipops, looking good all the time, easy no. flowing, like especially like I not yet can relate to being a mom and building a business and working for yourself, having your husband away. That's a lot. It is. And I think it's really inspiring for people to hear because I, you know, I hear from a lot of people I work with and I'm sure you do too. Mm-hmm. Kids can be the excuse to not do the for work. For sure. A lot of people use the reason why as the reason why not. Mm-hmm. I've seen that a boatload in this, in this business. And then that comes back to being willing to be honest with yourself, right? Yeah. And so for myself, you know, there was a lot of naysayers, for an example, a lot of things, you know, mm-hmm. we didn't have back in the day, we didn't have social media, mm-hmm. we didn't have Zoom, we didn't have smartphones, we had to do this business belly to belly, which means it was a bigger um, struggle in terms of like when you have kids like looking for childcare and doing the most to try and make it all come together. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the reality is, is if you, if you want it and you understand those exchanges, your children should be like for myself, you know, um, my sons are still, I mean, they're 20 and 22 and when they're 40, they'll still be my reason why. To be honest, I love being a mom and it's what I identify with more than being a business owner is being a mom like Mm -hmm. that. If you ask me what I do, I would say I'm a mom first because I love that. Mm Um, and I looked at my kids' faces and realized very early into my business, I would say probably eight to 10 weeks, that I had a vehicle right now in my hands where for the first time, and truly this is how I felt, for the first time in my adult life, I felt like, and I was 33 years old at the time, I felt like I had a vehicle mm-hmm. to put me in a position where um No matter what, if I did the work, I would be in a position where I could say to myself and look in the mirror and say, no matter what happened, no matter what life threw at me, Mm -hmm. I got this. Mm -hmm. And I knew that. I knew that with this opportunity that this was my vehicle. This was my answer. And it it honestly 
has never let me down because I never lied to myself about what this was going to look like. Mm -hmm. I stayed true to, you know, to my business Mm -hmm. and to my goals. And that doesn't mean that everything was roses. I had, I've seen every season Mm -hmm. that you can see in this type of an opportunity in a business. And what I've learned over the years is, um, a smooth sea never makes for a skilled sailor anyways. Mm-hmm. You need bumps in the road. You need some hardship. You need things not to always work out for you because contrast is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And when it's really good, you're going to know what really good feels like because you've seen when it's not awesome. Mm-hmm. And what happens when you work on being resilient and you work with your head down regardless of the situation, you build up a trust within yourself Mm-hmm. That is probably one of the things I would say in my 50 years that I'm the most proud of myself mm-hmm. in the harder times, sticking it out. And then, you know, the view from the top is truly spectacular, especially when you know what the view from the bottom look like. So true. Yeah. That's so I love good. contrast. Yeah. I say to my boys all the time, I don't want everything to work out for you. You need to know what it feels like when things don't always work out for you. Yeah. Because when it really does, you'll have a different kind of appreciation for it. So true. We'll get into, I have another question about uh, your sons coming up in a moment, but I can definitely say you guys from hanging out in this household and getting to spend quite a decent amount of time with the whole family and just like looking at, well, I mean, they're not kids, they're adults now, 20 and 22, but it's like, I can see the difference with these boys of them being raised in a household like this with, you know, parents who are so dedicated, so committed to their goals and their lifestyle while keeping the family life as a main priority. These are the most respectful, kind, well-spoken boys I've ever met you know like we're all just hanging out in the house and they just ask really good questions and they're so kind and they're giving mom a kiss every time they leave the house like it's just so sweet um to see what that looks like after being raised and like I was asking Lucas some questions last night and asking you know who's your biggest role model and without even hesitating he's like oh my mom like just my mom he's like yeah obviously just so firm in that and it's just it's so special. It's so sweet to see that. So yeah, if you are a parent and you find yourself using your kids as a reason not to, you are showing them, like you are helping them see what that work looks like, what it looks like to go towards something and to build your dream life because they're going to duplicate that. They're going to replicate those things that you do or the things you don't do. Um, And it's just, yeah, it's just so cool for me to see that from an outside perspective in this household. Um, okay. So I want to go into the next one, do a little bit of a flip, but I know this is, um, one of your favorite things to talk about. (laughs) You love to talk about all of this, but this is a good one. So how do you keep your marriage thriving alongside growing such a massive business? Okay. Well, let's get into it. You know, I've been with my husband since I was like, I met him. My first date with him was five days before I turned 20. And I just turned 50, and so we're coming up on 30 years here, so it's a long time to be with the same person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, met him in the, you know, earlier part of his career as well, and supported, supported each other through all the things. And I think that one of the things that, um, that has kept me 
in a marriage, like you said, that's all the things that you would want your marriage to be mm-hmm. is number one, like real honest conversations. Mm-hmm. Like my husband and I, we, we talk about all the things, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. And we also are really clear on what we want with each other. Like we're very clear on what's important to us and what we place high value on. And what we place high value on is this the family unit here and what happens inside this house. Mm -hmm. And we've always said this to our kids. We can't really control what happens outside that front door, but how we show up for each other in this house as a family unit of four, we can control. Mm -hmm. We breathe life over each other. We cheer for each other to win. We help pick each other up when somebody's life is maybe, you know, off track or whatever. Mm -hmm. If somebody's going through some hard things, one of us, we just are honest and real about it. Um, we also don't pretend too much around here. Like we say what we mean and we mean what we say and we love hard. We love hard with our words. Mm -hmm. We tell each other that we love each other several times a day. Nobody leaves this house without saying, I love you. Mm -hmm. Nobody hangs up a phone without saying, I love you. We place high value on Mm -hmm. showing up for each other and being honest with each other. And that doesn't mean that everything's perfect. It means the love that we have for each other comes with deep respect, which really is called adoration. And adoration is deep love and respect. Mm -hmm. And we, all four of us, have deep love and respect for each other, even in the hard times, even in the messy corners, Mm -hmm. even when you might be yelling at each other because you're pissed off as, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. The deep love and adoration stays, and we know that we are each other's ride or die, Mm -hmm. and that at the end of the day, we're going to show up, and we're going to do the right thing for each other out of that love and respect. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and even when my business was in the, the beginning, and it was like, you know, you know, things were hard and messy, and the house was a mess, and, you know, you're trying to do your best, and your husband's coming home, and then you know, you're trying to get kids on the other end of the city and you have this business call you're supposed to make. And I mean, all kinds of sloppy, messy stuff. Yeah. Um, you have to remind yourself that a beautiful, clean house doesn't make for a happy marriage or family. Mm-hmm. What does is what you say to each other in the quiet of the day. Like my husband's been gone only for a couple of days and I messaged him on the first day and said, I already miss you. Cute. And he said, me too. <laughs> it's been a big, a couple busy weeks. And I was away visiting family and he's, you know, flying and doing the thing. But this weekend, because he'll be home, um, he'll get home here on Wednesday. Like for the next, you know, basically week or weekend, like I'm doing nothing but hanging out with him and making him a priority because Mm -hmm. you, you have to. You have seasons of busy, but you also need to come back together and, you know, breathe. Even if you're not physically together in the same room or whatever, you can, you can let that person know that they're your person and you miss them. Mm -hmm. And even if I was leaving the house when the kids were little to go out and do whatever it is I was doing in terms of business, Mm -hmm. I never left this house without telling him I'd much rather stay home with you, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to do the thing because I'm doing this for us and what the future is going to look like. And now at only 50 years old, I sit in this chair right here most mornings in a place of total gratitude that my life is paying me back for those choices so good so it's all of it it's so good it it really is like I can definitely say off all you know the trainings that I hear and we in our profession we learn so much from each other and the um, people who are really really successful but I've definitely heard the most from you not just business skills strategy vision you always bring in family life you always bring in 
you know, also how to grow a really strong partnership with your person and a strong marriage. And like you place so much value on that. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's so special. Like it's so helpful for me to hear about it. Obviously I'm in a very different part of my life. We talk about my relationship stuff, all these things. And it's just so refreshing to talk about that and to know and to visualize for myself, like I can be, and I'm going to be so massively successful but I'm also learning how to have an amazing relationship with my person and make that a priority in my life. Cause I see, and I hear from so many people and I'm sure you do too, how, you know, you go balls to the wall on your business and then your partner's sitting there like WTF, like, mm-hmm. where have you been? What's going on? There's no communication. You're getting left in the dark. You're up all night working and no one's and things are missing and then it, you know, kind of starts to crumble. And I think that happens more often than not. So including them in the vision of, you know, the life. Like I always said to Graham, like, this is our business. Yes. This is our family business. I was very inclusive with the kids. This is our family. This is not just my business. This is our business. This business is going to give us choices Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, choices to show up forever differently. Mm -hmm. And so my family has always respected this business They've never looked at it as something that took me away, even when I did. Like, I've traveled the world. I've done a lot of incredible things. But I remember being, quite honestly, I remember being in New Zealand, and it was a trip that I had planned to work there for two weeks. But then all kinds of things started going in my favor there. Mm. And I remember face FaceTiming my husband and saying to him, like, I just got a couple more opportunities that really can work out for us. However, it would probably require me staying for another couple of weeks. But my fa- my parents said they'd fly in and help it with the kids. How do you feel about it? Mm-hmm. And without hesitation, he said, you do whatever you need to do. Mm. And I said, okay, let's FaceTime with the boys and let's ask them how they feel about it. Because I wanted, if they were, I wanted them to be able to feel like they had a voice. Right. And, um... And I told them like, you know, mom's got this opportunity. This could be really great for us. But I wanted to know what you guys felt about it. Because, you know, I was still the primary caregiver for them. They're used to me being, and I'm, I'm gone two weeks already. Yeah. And I'll never forget their two little voices. They're like, mommy, it's okay. You do what you need to do. Aww. Because they understood and they respected what I was doing. I wasn't just galley eventing around the world. I was putting in the work. And that trip that I took to New New Zealand and I spent 30 days there working with a a team I already had, a new team I was growing, has paid this family back over and over and over again and Mm -hmm. continues to Mm -hmm. be one of the best decisions I ever made. So amazing. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like just your open communication with the whole family Mm -hmm. of this being, this is an us thing, not a me thing. Yeah. This is for us all. Yeah, and if I was going into a busier season because maybe I was working on a promotion or something big that I was trying to earn, whether it was a family trip or whatever, yep. I we had a family meeting. We sat down and I said, okay, just so you know, for the next three months, mom's going to be moving a little bit different yep. and this is what you can expect. So really managing those expectations yep. and being really clear and honest about it. And that was really enough. Yeah. They felt included and I took them with me on all the decisions. Yeah. And it's always worked out that way for yeah. us. No, it's so good. And they benefit a lot, you know. But yeah, they're, they're, they travel, they're, they're living a pretty they're living sweet a- <laughs> life. And they have a bigger vision for their lives too because of the opportunities and the things that they've seen. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's so good. Okay. So I guess actually I'm, one just popped up in my mind. Um, oh, no. I'll, I'll go into this so I don't get super off track. So kind of back to your sons. 
when you bring it way, way, way back to mm-hmm. the very beginning and they were super young, yeah. what was it like for you raising two young boys alongside growing your business? Like schedule, like you can get a little more tangible with it. Sure. Like you got a kid on the hip, you got a kid running around, you're like, what was the mess? And I'll be honest like? with you, it was very difficult at times and mm-hmm. not the work part because I was always excited to do the work part. Like that was exciting to me. Like working my business was never the hard part for me in total transparency. The hardest part for me when the boys were little Mm -hmm. was a little bit of underlying anxiety that I had about uh, how was I going to do it all with my husband away? How was I going to get uh, like Lucas to Okotoks an hour away for a football thing and also get his brother to the soccer place when I had already maybe committed to something in my business before I got those schedules right and trying to basically move things around and always having this like underlining anxiety of like how am I going to make it work yeah my kids would never have felt that because I made sure that I did the most when it came to them yeah but I would say if there was any sacrifice to have been made Mm -hmm. it was me personally Uh, whether I was staying up later than I should or getting up like crazy early. I I made it work because I had the vision for what it was going to look like. And I knew that this would be a season. Yes. This was not going to be forever. Yes. I mean, I promoted through the four levels of our company Mm -hmm. to the top within a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And so that was, you know, that looked a little different. I made that decision to move a little bit, you know, quicker mm-hmm. because I didn't want to prolong that. Mm-hmm. And then I knew that I would be in a position financially to be able to get some help if I needed it yeah. or whatever. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah. Um, and then I, um, I actually got a live in nanny that I sponsored from the Philippines and she helped me and I made a deal with her. If you help me with my family, I'll help you with your family. Mm-hmm. And since then I helped her sponsor her entire family here and her daughter is actually was five years old when I sponsored her here from the Philippines. Her daughter was five and her daughter's here right now going to medical school. And that probably wouldn't have happened if I didn't sponsor her here. Wow. And she helped me with my kids and I helped her with hers. Oh my goodness. So like all kinds of beautiful things came out of me starting this business. And, yeah. you know, and she's a lifelong friend of mine now, but she helped me with my boys mm-hmm. and I helped her with her family and, um, you know, cause my husband was gone and that gave me peace in my heart yeah. to, and I didn't do that until I was at the top of the company for about a year. Yeah. But then I knew what I had in my hands with this opportunity mm-hmm. and I needed somebody that I could trust in my home. Yeah. That's incredible. I want to go back to, yeah, kind of what you were saying at the beginning of that one is like, it is a season And I'm just thinking of those of you who are listening, you know, a lot of the people are new entrepreneurs. They're just getting things started. They're coming into their business excited and kind of like all over the shop. And like you guys, this is your reminder that it is a season, you know, you don't want to prolong it forever and ever and ever. And, you know, keep saying you're going to do this, saying you're going to do this and then no action is there to back it up. That's when things get frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when you start to go in circles. That's when maybe your family, like maybe you're sitting here listening to Kelly and you're like, wow, like I wish I had that kind of support or that kind of family life. And you guys, you really got to take it into your own two hands and take responsibility 
for your business and to start opening up that communication and allowing that into your home and into your business. But really recognizing like this is a season and are you willing to do what it takes? Like, do you have that vision for yourself of that lifestyle and and honestly, how bad do you want it? Right. You really got to think about that for yourself. How bad do you want it? How important is it for you to build that lifestyle for your kids? And yeah, I'm watching Kelly's kids. They're gone snowboarding all weekend. They're running around all over the place. They're buying trucks. They're like, but now they're both at work. And now they're both at work. Yeah. They work together. They're both pilots. Yeah. They work together at the same airline and they work really hard for everything. They're not entitled. No. Um, they, they understand that. Um, you know, like exchanges need to be made. I'm really honest with them about that. They yep. saw me work hard. They know that I didn't get anything handed to me. Like I was 18 years old living on my own. Um, met my husband when I was like 19, just turning 20, worked yep. three jobs when I met him. Yep. And so like nobody handed me anything and they know that life is about choices and they get to make them for themselves. Yep. And it's very clear and it, it is, it's amazing to see that because it's like, you know, that vision board life you make for yourself. Like I'm watching yours, you know, like this is, this is yours and I'm watching. I'm like, oh my goodness, like it's real. Like that happens and it can happen for every single one of you as well. But I, yeah, that's a big part of why I wanted to do this is for people to see that proof of that vision board life, but really understand this is the type of stuff that it yeah, takes. Yeah. And I mean, when I built my business, I couldn't do it from my phone and my comfort of my living room. I can't even and imagine. Like, <laughs> to be honest, like, you know, when your parents tell you when they're kids and they walked, they have like those hard stories of how they walked uphill both ways in the uh-huh. snow to school. Yeah. And like, it seems like super dramatic. <laughs> the reality is, is for them, it, it was very different than it was for you and me. Yeah. And in the type of business model that we're in, I, um, it it was way harder. I mean, a lot of people might not want to hear that, but it was way, way, way harder. Mm -hmm. Now we can sit here in the comfort of, you can, you know, if you have a day job, you can do it on your lunch break. You can do it when you're, you know, taking a 15 minute break. I mean, this, this type of business now can be worked from your phone. You don't even have to, you don't even have to like get out of your yoga pants or, leave your house if you didn't want to you could build an incredible business from your phone mm-hmm. that is a luxury that wasn't afforded to me that is honestly so true and i think especially for people you know around my age we forget cuz we didn't know yeah and i think it's so important to hear that because you know maybe some people in you know the next generations it's like the it's like anti hard work you know, yeah. it's like, I need a me day. I can't do this. Yeah. I don't have enough time. And it's like, uh, like it's all yeah. about perspective. True story. Right. And this business is uh, something that you can honestly do around absolutely anything yeah. now. You can fit it in if you're going to university and working a part-time job. If yeah. you're a full-time parent working a full-time job, like I have seen a lot of different types of uh, lives and different types of, you know, variables in that equation. Mm -hmm. And what I will tell you is anybody can do this if their desire in their heart is to live differently. Ultimately, they have the vehicle here to do it. Mm -hmm. And the world is set up now where technology is connecting us so differently. Mm -hmm. And I think now of young women like myself when I started out in my business and I think to myself 
if I if I could go back and you know do my business with the way that it is now Mm -hmm. I would think wow like that would be an incredible luxury yes to be able to do a meeting in my office and then a half an hour later be in my kitchen having dinner with my kids like I do now quite often Mm -hmm. I'll be in a meeting and I'll be like oh mom's you know, we'll be eating dinner and I'll be like, oh, I've got a meeting in five minutes. And I go mm-hmm. fix my lip gloss and walk into my office and I'm in a meeting. But like five minutes ago, I was at a dinner table. Like, yeah. you know, back in the day, I had to leave an hour before. Lots of times I missed dinner with my family. I miss putting my kids to bed. Now you could be on four calls between dinner and putting your kids to bed and still put your kids to bed and do a call after if you wanted to. I mean, there's just so many opportunities to weave it around whatever your life looks like and you get to decide when those meetings are so you can do them whenever you want. And here's the other thing. Nobody cares. You could be nursing a baby on a mm-hmm. Zoom call and that's so normalized now. Like yes. there's there's just so much room for people to see that entrepreneurship is for everyone in every demographic, mm-hmm. whatever your life looks like. If you have a decided heart and a made up mind, mm-hmm. you will go to the top. Yeah, I cannot agree more. Like, it's so true. And I think it is just recognizing that. Like, keeping that thought in your mind, you guys, when you feel like you're too busy in the Zoom calls and the TikToks and the whatever, whatever, whatever. It's like, it's a luxury. Such a luxury. We have it it pretty good. It's pretty cushy. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Absolutely. Okay, I have a final question for you. Before Kelly and I have a fun night tonight, we have... An event, we're gonna have some dinner, probably some wine. We're gonna, I'm getting my hair done in a second. We're just really packing it in tonight. Yeah. So we need to go so we can do all those fun things. Um, advice for anyone getting started right now in their business, what would you say to them? I'd say don't play around with it. Mm-hmm. I'd say get down to it. I'd say stop getting ready to get ready. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I heard years ago when I started my business was this simple little phrase, and it said, Um, ignorance on fire would be better than knowledge on ice. And a lot of people start this business and they think they need to know everything about everything before they actually get to work. And the reality is, is the learning is in the doing. And I was ignorance on fire, but because I was out there doing the thing, I was learning. Mm -hmm. I had the best opportunity to learn and earn at the same time. And I was growing an incredible business. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know a whole lot, but I had resources to go and find out the information. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing that I would say is if you are going to do a business like this and you have a partner or a family, um, even if you don't have a partner, but you have like, you know, parents or, you know, people that you share your life with. I would sit them all down and let them know what your intentions are Mm -hmm. and that you're not playing around. Mm -hmm. Get real clear on it. Get clear on what you're willing to tolerate and go do it. And don't play around with it. Don't half-ass it. Respect it. Mm -hmm. I remember a gentleman that's just like a family friend that doesn't like knows me but doesn't like know me, know me, (laughs) saying to me after I promoted to the third level, you know, which had a a lot of outward things to represent success. Mm -hmm. And I remember uh, making that promotion and we were all up camping. And I remember what he said to me. He said, 
I knew you were going to do it. And I said, his name was Chris. And I said, Chris, why, why do you say that? Like, I would expect my mom to say that to me. I would expect people that are close to me in my life to say that to me, but you don't really know me that well. Why did you say that with such conviction that you knew I was going to do it? And he said, because when you started this, You said it Mm -hmm. and you're so believable. He said, everybody that talked to you knew you were going all the way with this thing. Mm -hmm. And he said it was palpable when you were in your energy around you and in your energy, it was very clear that you were not playing. And I just remember thinking, I'm so grateful that somebody that doesn't even know me that well saw that that, that's, that's what my brand was and still is almost 18 years later, like... I didn't play around with this for a day. Yeah. I knew what I had and I was about to go light it all on fire. Like I was going to do it. Yeah. And I remember when I made the promotion 18 months into the top of the company, I was sitting in a swivel chair in my office. My husband came in behind me and we had flown my parents in from Newfoundland to be there because we knew I was going to make it. Yeah. And my parents were there. My little boys were there. They didn't really understand fully what was going on. Yeah. But I remember turning around once the numbers rolled over and I had made that promotion to the top level and I turned the, the chair around. My husband was standing behind me and he looked at me and he said, you did it. And I said, I can't believe it. He said, I can. He said, you said from day one, you were going to do it and you completed it. Every promotion, you did the thing, Kelly, and you're at the top. And he said, and nobody can ever take that from you. You did exactly what you said you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And the pride that I felt mm-hmm. in knowing that everybody that was around me knew that I wasn't here for the games mm-hmm. and I did the thing. Mm-hmm. And 16 years later, I'm still here at the top of the company, still doing the thing, mm-hmm. still showing up and still anybody that knows me knows I ain't, I ain't here for the games. I'm yes. here for all the things that this business has given me and I'm going to continue to pass the baton to other mm-hmm. men and women that want to live this way too. Mm-hmm. So good. With nothing but gratitude in my heart. Yeah. So good. So good, you guys. And like, it's something to think about for yourself too, whatever your goal is in your business. Do you see that moment for yourself and what is that going to look like? And what is it going to feel like too? Because when you know it's coming, you you know you're not in it for the games. You're you mm-hmm. you're working. Like let's just that's what it is. You're doing the work. And your kids see that, and they see that you know. Like there's this there's this level of respect. You know, yes. I remember bringing my son to school one time, and this was in middle school, and I was out on the playground, and <laughs> and one of his teachers came out, and she said, "What do you do for a living?" And I said. Why do you say it like that? She said, well, because your son said that you're, because <laughs> I was a bite, you know, I was a, I was a, pre- like in my company, it's like the Vice title President. is VP, right? Yeah. Like VP. And she said that he said that you were the president of the United States. And I was <laughs> like, it was the cutest thing ever because first of all, I'm Canadian, so that couldn't happen. <laughs> but, but what was so cute is that that's how important he thought my work was. He's like my mom. My mom is like the president of the United States, right? Like she just thought like, yeah. And so she said, what do you do? Because you know, your son thinks you're the president of the United (laughs) States. And I said, well, I am a, you know, a president in the company that I, you know, that I, that I'm a part of, but that was just cute. Cause he was like, you know, in grade like two or something. And he just, she said, I knew it had to be something 
really uh, quite big because of the way he talked about you. Oh my God. And I was like, I just love that. Like that, you know, like that recognition from him is more important to me than recognition from anyone else. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's been a journey. It's been a trip. And you know, I wouldn't change a thing about it. Uh, the, the, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. I, I have nothing but gratitude in my heart for, for the entire journey. Yeah. And I do believe this. The best is yet to come. Facts. Facts. Mic drop right there. Mm-hmm. So freaking good, Kelly. I can't even tell you how honored I am that you are a guest at all on the Coaching Call podcast. Honored um, to be here. A lot of entrepreneurs listen to this. So you guys, you're going to uh, obviously need to screenshot this and you're going to need to tag us both. Kelly, what's your Instagram for the people? It is it's. I-T-S, it's Kelly GT. Amazing. And mine is at it's Amy Griffith or at Coaching Call Podcast. You guys know the drill. Share this with your friends, your team, whoever you think can benefit from this. And yeah, I'm just so incredibly grateful for you, Kelly, and all the things that you do. Like hostess of the mostest, really doing everything. And Kelly actually won probably, I don't even know what to say, like the most special award you could get within our company this year i did like you earned that award at our massive las vegas conference that we have every single year it's the biggest conference winner within our company and this woman won the absolute best (laughs) award that you can get because it's more than just business growth this more than income it is like the person in our company and we have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people in our company and she is the person who does the most for people like I'm not on Kelly's team she does not benefit directly from me but she put a roof over my head and said stay as long as you want it was feeding me gourmet Michelin star style meals she's taking me to hockey games she's taking me shopping she's like literally giving me her car she's like do all these things and it just goes to show like this I think is also a huge reason as to why you are so successful Because you are here for so many more reasons than just your own lifestyle and your family. You're here for everyone. You're here to take care of all your people who come in and around your life. Like as soon as someone's your friend, you wrap them up. You're like, I got you. Well, you You know, know? you were telling me about a a podcast or a book that you were listening to by Jim Rowan. Mm -hmm. And Jim Rowan says this. He says, you want to be great in a business like this. Mm -hmm. Service to many leads to greatness. Yes. So leading your life from a place of service to others Mm -hmm. makes the success that you have and success. I'm not talking about just financial success. I'm success to me is friendships. It's deep, meaningful friendships. It's, Mm -hmm. it's that stuff that I place high value on. Mm -hmm. So living your life from a place of service and wanting to do for people out of the goodness of your heart, it just really makes everything feel so good and like that's what life's about it's not about just successfully making money or whatever it's about your relationships yeah you know that's that's true success yeah i agree you can have all the money in the world and not be successful yes so true so true and you represent all of that so so well like you walk the walk not just talk the talk you know thanks friend Amazing, you guys. Okay, well, we're going to wrap it up. And thank you all for tuning in and listening. Make sure you rate five stars so I can continue to pump these episodes out for you guys. I'm so glad they're giving you value. I love to hear your feedback and what you think and your shares. It honestly means the world. So I appreciate you all so much. And again, thank you, Kelly, for being here today. Thanks, Fran. Bye, everyone. Cheers, guys.